Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, I am really excited for today's show. But before we begin, we have two new Patreons that we must give a shout out to. First, Eric Ranke and then Corey Stickley. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community and getting some bonus content. Had some really fun Uh last week making fun of Doug and talking Star Wars and some free swag (sighs) as well. So we also talked about Fruit Loops last week. And some people actually that sent us Fruit Loop, a... hashtag Fruit Loop. So uh-huh. you got to know You'll that. never know. Never know. Never know. Inside, inside joke, folks. You have to be an inside Patreon yeah. member to be a part of that. So thank you to all of our Patreons, 26 of them. And we love adding that and seeing that grow. It's an awesome community mm-hmm. of listeners. And if you want more information, visit the show notes and I'll put a link in there. And Doug, we also have some more reviews or at least we, one. We got a review. Oh, we got yay. some. We got some stars to multiple star reviews, but we also got a written review. We love the written reviews because we read them and I mispronounce things. So this one is you just made the list five stars by WDW Disney CIA. They made a username I could I could read. I like it. Yeah. These guys have a great chemistry and will feed your hunger for WDW. Therefore, I'm giving you all five stars. However, their fanboy level for the love of Starbucks and dislike for an obvious superior product, Joffrey's, is just baffling. Oh, is not just baffling, but downright obscene. Do you all not drink actual coffee in real life? I feel like anyone who prefers Starbucks bean water over signature Joffrey's blend might be a little unbalanced. Is this a cry for help? Regardless, if I see either of you rope dropping a Starbucks in the parks, I swear on me mum, I will tease you. As WDW Park Secret Service, I feel like it's my job to keep the standards high. Well, thank you for the review and the harassment. I I have done Joffrey's plenty of times. Yeah, Derek does not care, really. Um, Alex definitely cares. I drink coffee, and sometimes a resort coffee is all you get. Starbucks, when you're on the dining plan. I've only had to rope drop it because of a baby before. So yeah, and like when we rope drop Starbucks, it's like we did the extra extra magic hours thing, came back to it, or like we're mainly making fun of Joe because he rope drops it no matter what. Um, Joe from Back to the Mouse. That's ninety percent of our Starbucks comments are uh, harassment. Absolutely, so got to. We love love Joe, but we harass him a lot. No matter what. You need a diet Mountain Dew. I need coffee. Yeah. We have a caffeine addiction. It's My addiction comes from uh, Amazon Now, and I just have it sent to the resort. You have to clean my coffee addiction as my dentist every year. That's why I I do it. um, That's why I'm getting my wrist sometimes. It's all Derek's coffee. So enough about coffee. You know what? Do they have coffee in China, Derek? 
Uh, I didn't drink coffee back when I was. I lived in China for a month. I don't know. Well, but I, I did guess... spend some time out there. What I do think is awesome, Doug, is that every time that we have someone on the show, uh, we ask them, what's your dream? And they always want to go to all these Disney parks. But mm-hmm. the one that everyone wants to go to is Shanghai Disney, Doug. Have you yep. been? I have not. I have not either. But Better we need to about talk it about it. Have. We should. We are going to bring back on the raises. You may have heard them on episodes 101 or episode 67. But Debbie and John, who are former cast members and love Disney, have been to all the parks. And today we're going to talk about two of them in China. So welcome back to the show, Debbie and John raises. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us back on. Thank you guys for being back on. Now, first off, you guys have not only been to all the parks, but your kids have been to every Disney park. Yeah. Yeah, we actually drug them around the world with us, and they survived, right? Uh, yeah. You know, thankfully, there's uh, you know, a lot of food you can bring along with you, as some of the challenges <laughs> you'll find overseas. Now, how old are your kids, just so the listeners know what age you took to Asia? So at the time, it was 12 and 9. All right. One is 13 now. Yeah, yeah. Um, my condolences. Yeah. Anywho, so um, today we're going to talk about China, both parks in China, and then in a future episode we're going to tackle Tokyo. We're going to give it a little more time since uh, they have the two parks there. But uh, we're going to start out talking about Shanghai, correct? Is that the first park or Hong Kong? Shanghai I can't. I changed where, it two different we went times. First, and it was it was purely dictated by cheaper airfare. Okay, so that lends into the planning. How how did the planning go for going to Asia? Just in uh, a nutshell. Right, yeah. So the, the original goal was just Tokyo. And, well, you're already out there, right? You, you might as well do Shanghai. And, you know, at that point, you might as well hop through Hong Kong while you're at it. So <laughs> Why not? So it turned into, let, let's do the mega trip. And... You know, if you're in Shanghai, the bullet train can take you up to Beijing where the Great Wall is. So you might as well squeeze that in. So that actually influenced the order of the trip, you know, which which we planned ourselves. We, you know, I looked at various ideas out there, but it was trying to squeeze in uh, China back to back, Beijing and Shanghai, uh, because you have to have your travel visa to get to China if you're going to be there for some amount of time. And then getting out of China into Hong Kong, which is still separate, but owned by China, and then then saving uh, you know, Japan for last. So the the order was dictated by the time we were going to spend in the whole visa process of China. Oh, yeah. Was that difficult, getting the visas? It was meticulous. It was, as... it was yeah, it was probably a little more stressful than it, yeah. than it uh, really turned out to be because you have to book your hotels – and have your proof of your airfare, your hotel, everything. Your names have to be on the hotel confirmation and, and every plane ticket and it has to all be ahead of time before they'll issue the travel visa. Of course, if you don't get the travel visa, you, you can't go. So it, it's catch 22. And uh, so, you know, pulling all the paperwork together, uh, making sure that we had all our documents, you know, birth certificates or whatever it may be if, for the kids. And, uh, and, and getting the actual document figured, you know, to the letter. The paperwork. Out, the paperwork, the actual yeah. form from China. Yeah. Um, 
And of course, you have to uh, take that to the, the nearest consulate, which they don't have one in Florida. Well, there's only three. I think there was like three in the United States. So it's broken up by your region. So for Florida people, you have to go to Texas. There's one in San Francisco. I think D.C. was maybe the other one. one, So you either have to fly there personally and go present your paperwork to the consulate or you use a company like is what we did. Yeah, we took the easier route. We went with and and thankfully we did because, you know, here we sent all our information off to them and they said, hey, you're missing some stuff. Right. And then we emailed them a few more documents. Right. Had, had we not had that and flown out there, we, we could have been stuck. Oh, so, yeah, that could have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, it you know, it wasn't cheap. You know, they're going to charge you an extra That's, fee, but it yeah. was worth the guarantee that we knew they were yeah. going to make sure that it was all you know, prepped ahead of time. And just to give people perspective, like so a family of four, I think it was, a, it was like a thousand dollars. It to get yeah, the visa yeah. and the company that we used. So you have to consider that in your whole budgeting of this trip. That's an excellent point. How was flying to Asia with uh, children? It was it was good. And, you know, they had been flying other places, right? So they had been to Europe through Disneyland Paris and had done some of these long trips. But, and this time we flew up through Canada. So we left Florida, went up to, um, what was on the way out, Ontario or it was Toronto on, or yeah, Ontario or Toronto. Over there. And then it cut the time a little bit. I think it was like 13 hours. Derek, and I think what we just heard there is that all of Canada is the same. It's all the same. It's you're, there, just, you're just flying somewhere. over it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, all the same. Just wanted to rub that into you, half Canadian. It's, it's okay. okay. I'm only half offended. <laughs> but yeah, they, um, you know, just like when you fly to Europe and everything, you just got to try to sleep and, um, and do everything. The kids watch all the movies that you can on the airplane. Um, we gave JR more, um, some, some, um, like a Dramamine for kids because he tends to get sick on planes and cars and things like that, which that helped him knock out. I think he got the most sleep out of all of us because he was pretty oh, wiped yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't have a problem. Uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, t- typical long flight, right? Yeah. You know, plug it in the movies, hope for the best. Right. And then we were lucky because when we landed in Shanghai, it was like, what, 3 o'clock or something in the afternoon. So we just had to make it to the hotel, get through dinner, and then we could pass out. Nice. Right. Yeah, it was a little wild, right? Flying through Canada, we had announcements heading to China uh, that was in Mandarin and English and French, right? The, the, that trio of languages not often spoken together. Doug, right. you got two of them down. I do not, but um, <laughs> I'm working on English still. Um, so um, did you guys stay on property? And what are the options like on property at Shanghai? Yes. We stayed at the Toy Story Hotel in Shanghai, which was probably like the budget one, right? I can't even remember what the other hotel well, there's was. There's not a lot of options. There's two, right? Okay. There, there's like, the, the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, yeah. Toy Story Hotel. Yes. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. And we decided to stay on property because there were the perks, just like when you stay at Disney World. Um, I think it's 30 minutes early entry. And you get a special entrance through Disney Town, which is their downtown Disney, um, because the main entrance for Shanghai is serious stuff. Like they queue up in barricades like at a state fair kind of thing. I mean, like it's winding, winding, winding barricades and it's really crowded. So everything we had checked in ahead of time was like, this is a good thing. Stay at the Disney Hotel, get your early entry, get a little bus over there and then go in this side entrance that won't take as long. 
Well, for our, our listeners who don't know, Shanghai, I mean, it's just a little over three, three and a half years that they opened up. So it's still new and very popular for everyone there. So it is still a busy yeah. park. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then before before we left, you know, some of the prep that um, I did. So John handled mostly the city stuff and left the parks to me. He still helped with that kind of stuff. But I watched some vlogs, you know, because there's not a lot of English stuff out there on the parks like there is for Disney World and Disneyland. Um, and so the there's a there's a some vlogs which just kind of helped me understand the layout of the park, mm-hmm. which was really helpful ahead of time. And then there's um, a podcast, the TDR Explorer. He does a lot of the Japan parks, the the Japanese parks, but he also covers the Asia parks. And he's the only English speaking podcast. And plus, he has a really extensive website that had a lot of helpful stuff um, about visas. And he covers Hong Kong and Shanghai. And so that was helpful. Things to add to our website, Doug, in the future. Yeah, we'll get on it. There we go. Right on it. Um, So now we're in the parks. So what were kind of the first impression your is, is it walking down main street what struck you so I, I guess we'll back up just a moment so that first full day right so we we, we got to shanghai uh that evening uh we spent our first day in the city right we wanted to save the park for for the later days right so this was our our second full day in in china and um i guess a bit of a fail on the part seriously of, the, well, you uh, gotta have the fail. Yeah, yeah fails. Yeah. So I fail uh, all the time. Bad Disney Toy Story Hotel is. It may look like it's right next to the park. In fact, it it is, but it's not right next to the entrance. It is a very very long walk to the entrance. So they bus you. You you can bus. You can walk. Um, so the buses started at. Um, buses start at seven ten. Because your early entry starts at seven thirty, and then your park opens at eight a.m. Right. And I had read ahead of time how you need to queue up to get yeah. on these buses. So, so all right. So let's queue up at seven. Buses seven ten, right? We get some breakfast to go. We get up there at seven, and there's a massive line, a line like I've never seen <laughs> at uh, at a Disney World hotel uh, to to take a bus. Yeah. Um, so everyone staying at the resort had the same idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were they they were out there much earlier. Um, yeah. so it, it wrapped around and around and around. So, um, you know, here we are hoping to get our extra hour of time Half and hour. we lose, yeah. uh, we oh, moved most of it. We, yeah. we lost most of it getting, getting over there. Yeah. Waiting for the bus. Yeah. And then getting through bag check at that point too, before you even get in the park. I think we made it in five minutes before the park opened to everybody else. On they, yeah. Yeah. It, we barely, yeah. Barely got in there. Wasted the whole time. Um, yeah. but still beat course, rope drop. Uh, it was the side, the special entrance through Disney Town, right? So when you come in that entrance, you're not getting the Main Street or, in their case, Mickey, Mickey Avenue, Avenue yeah. uh, as your first experience. You're, you're kind of coming in past that. You're like you're you're like almost to Tomorrowland. You're off to the side. So yeah. we didn't walk in with the oh my gosh, look at the castle. You know, we were like head to Tron right away. That's all the research had said. Like walk as fast as you can to Tron and get on there. Which we did, right? We got, yeah. we got, we we went to Toronto right away, and a bit of a walk, and then we were confused because there was a line, but then there wasn't a line, and so we get we get in the line, and we thought, wow, this is quite a line for the early the early people, right? Um, well, no, apparently they'd already started letting in the regular people, and those were queuing up 
while they were still letting in resort people through the other line that, that we weren't in. So mass so, hysteria altogether. So we, re, yeah, we. And we, nobody we, speaks really good English. Like if you try to ask somebody, they're just kind of looking at you like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really kind of spotty getting, yeah. getting help sometimes. So, yeah. uh, so eventually we figured it out and yeah. we got on the ride and it was fantastic, but it was, uh, it was a learning experience not to be repeated the second day. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Tron, worth it. Coming to Walt Disney World. So, oh yeah, it was fun. So fun, like so exhilarating. Um, But the only thing is, we all were like, "Oh, that ended really quick. It wasn't as long as we thought it was going to be." Doug, I think you and I talked about that because it does look short. The uh, the track, Mm -hmm. not much Mm -hmm. track. Yeah, maybe I can do it then. Oh, you will do it at least once. You could hold out. Yeah, you you could make it through. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no. Who wants to sit next to me is the real question when I do it. I will do it and I will record it. (laughs) (laughs) But there's no upside down loop at the one and you know. Not upside down, right? Yeah, it's all about facing in the motorcycle type seat, right? That's the the big change, right? Um, but you know, it, it was really short the first time. But once you realize how short it is, yeah. The every time you write it, it seemed to get better because I wasn't like waiting for what's next. I was just enjoying knowing what yeah. I was getting. There's like how many gates you go through? Like yeah, it, four I, or five gates. It was gates. all in Chinese. So I know they I would count down and Mandarin. Didn't understand what the story was really yeah. about. Uh, you know, all the pre-show and and the countdown. It was all it was all Chinese. So, yeah. uh, which kind of made it exciting and fun. It was right? different because you, didn't, you really didn't know, know what's what coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was there any English really in the park? Yeah. Yeah, there was. I mean, a lot of signage was in, in both. both. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember if certain rides had English. I think most yes. of the speaking was was Chinese, though. Yeah, but some, you know, some of them like Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh no, that's Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah. that's Hong Kong. Hong Kong was different, different, right? Yeah. Well, there would be a little bit like the spiel, the safety stuff, just like here where they cut to Spanish, they would cut to English. Mm-hmm. So, but, but sometimes, the major stuff sometimes they had subtitles. You know, on the screen or something as they were talking, but it was a lot of Mandarin saying Chinese. Well, yeah, or Cantonese. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah one of the two. Uh, what are some of the other highlights that you guys were able to partake in in the parks? Well, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates right? of the Caribbean. Oh, we got there. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Doug asks, "What do you want to question?" All I said was Pirates of the Caribbean. He goes, oh my gosh. "That's not a question." I go, "Is it, Doug?" I've talked about on this show. This attraction is not the pirates that you have here stateside. It looks amazing. So tell me about it while I drool. So it's not anything like the classic ones in the rest of the park. You know, it's completely based off of the movie. Um, And in the, you know, even the music, the only time you hear the Yoho song at the very end, I think Mm -hmm. when Jack was, you know, saying it, um, Sparrow. So he's all in it. But the technology was unbelievable with screens and a boat that turns not like just on a little track, but can turn you where it needs to and audio animatronics. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is not your 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 parents parts of the Caribbean, right? It, super high tech, right? Between the animatronics, the sound effects, the full screen uh, uh, video everywhere. Um uh, some of the ho- holographic almost effects in, in a couple of cases. Um, and it's a long one too. It, you know, it's actually fairly long. It uh, is. Yeah. You know, you, you get through it in probably um, maybe, maybe 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a good length, right? Yeah. And it very high capacity, like the, oh, yeah. 
the the boats are much bigger than world so which is amazing given that each person gets an individual spot too kind of like yeah. um the seating in and the tough to be a bug show where there's like little tiny little dividers even though it's a bench um so everybody gets their own spot but there's more rows and it's wider it was five across because there was a single rider line for that issue oh yeah right yeah because they just keep plugging one in one in but the speakers were like in the boat with you too and the qual the sound quality was like you know oh, high yeah. def much I mean, better was, quality everything all around it was amazing mm. yeah. i want them to bring it stateside i don't know how they do it just want it i've seen videos on youtube Oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know, I would I would say that's better than Tron. Uh, you know, yes. Tron was really good, but this was like the best of, yeah. of Shanghai for sure, for sure. Any other highlights, attraction wise? So or they mostly um, copies. No, they had this area called Adventure Isle, um, and they have this challenge course there, and it it's not like the Disneyland Redwood challenge course. It was a little more to it where you had harnesses and you were, you know, you had like, um, the cord that you were strapped in, like a little bit of zip lining, but you know, it takes you through all these different obstacles and climbing to do. Um, so, so that OSHA, was really fun. OSHA would never approve it here. Never yeah, would happen. Yeah, yeah. Too much liability yeah. here in, yeah. in the U S okay. I'm sure. Right. Got yes. it. So yeah. it sounds fun. It was, yeah, fun. It, yes, yeah. it was, fun. it was OSHA very was different, fun. right. Especially in a Disney park. Um, yeah. You know, they, they were specific though, right? Nothing, no, no camera, nothing around your neck. No because, backpack, no camera, yeah, no phone. Couldn't have anything in the way. And uh, so we didn't get a lot of pictures of it because you couldn't have that. But, uh, right. but yeah, that was very, very unique. That, that whole area over there, that adventure aisle, which was next to Pirate's Cove, uh, it was, is, you know, their replacement for, I guess, adventure land. But uh, you know, between that and then there was, what was the ride with the raft? Yeah, it was um, right next to it. What's it called? I'm looking for it. I don't remember. It was Roaring Rapids. Oh yeah, like a like a round collie type rap rap collie river rapids okay. kind of ride. Yeah, kind of like that. Only a, there's a giant animatronic creature of mm -hmm. sorts in a cave. So so yeah. this one is funny because as we were getting in the line and we had we brought ponchos with us. Didn't yeah, we? we brought our own. We, we brought, brought our own ponchos. ponchos because in the line they were selling their ponchos, which was funny. They weren't like the normal Disney park ponchos. They were like these generic blue ponchos. Some some As guy some knockoff making just, money. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah like they missed it. Well, I saw really weird things when I was in China. I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So everybody's getting their ponchos and putting it on. And we're like, okay, we're going to put our ponchos on that we brought. We took our socks out of our, you know, off to just wear our shoes because nobody wants wet socks. Like everybody's doing it. It's not, you know, you know at, at Kali, it, you might see an occasional family here or there. Right. But this, yeah, everybody in the line had ponchos on. Everybody. Yeah. So we're, we're expecting this is going to be great. Drenched. Right? Just get drenched and we're prepared and, uh, not a drop. I think I not a drop. <laughs> not a yeah yeah. Did anyone get wet? It. Did like the one person in the boat get wet? No, no. it didn't even. No, no. I don't. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe their fear of water over there is a little different than, yeah. than what we are here. But yeah. it was. But it, and it was warm, you know, in Shanghai at that time. And I remember thinking, I am gonna die of heat and sweat inside this poncho more than I am gonna like get any moisture on me. We didn't. <laughs> So we were like, um, okay, that was all right. Glad you didn't buy a poncho. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, the other thing with this park is that it's just massive. You know, it's 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 a large park and like even the walkways are really large. Even the kids picked up on that. They were like, wow, there's like so much space. And when we visited it, it really wasn't that crowded. It was a good time that we were there. I think relative like it, you know, Disneyland is much more compact than world. So imagine this being uh, the same idea, only much more spread out than world, right? Kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from Disneyland. Um, just getting from land to land yeah. is a hike, right? Uh, you know, it's it's not like you can just cross over from uh, Adventureland to Frontierland and you're there. There's probably a pathway with not a whole lot in it between the two. And, you know, you're, you're talking, to, you know, a good, you know, eight to 10 minute walk between some of these lands. Mm-hmm. What about strollers? Were there a lot of strollers? I don't I saw no, some. Not a, not a lot. Yeah, a little bit. Here's the crazy thing is the whole time in that park, I think one time I saw a person in one of those um, oh, electric uh, scooters. Scooters. Oh, yeah. That's it. Nobody had those. Yeah, oh. nobody had those. Um, you know, Americans are generally larger, not as many overweight people over there, right? So, so you didn't see as much of that. Um, you know, yeah, like uh, you know the. The Tron ride itself is is a very compact ride, so it'll be interesting to see when they bring it to the U.S. if they have to make certain adjustments. Hmm. Yeah. What other things kind of surprised you, uh, or maybe disappointed you with the park, other than no Mickey bar? Because I had this discussion with you on Twitter, as I couldn't understand how Disneyland Paris had no Mickey bar. You're like, yeah, neither did China. Well, or they Tokyo. had. They had it. Shanghai had the chocolate, chocolate Mickey bar, right? Because oh. Jr. reminded me this today. Oh, good they, thing for Jr. Yes, right. He, it was Tokyo didn't have any Mickey bar. Right? Tokyo didn't okay, have Mickey Tokyo, bar. but Shanghai had a chocolate ice cream, chocolate covered one, and we just were like, yeah, yeah, we'll get that later. We'll get that later, and then we ended up not getting it. And he's still like, I never got the chocolate Mickey bar. You know, so it was really. Yeah, they had a Donald bar. Oh, that's right. I they got a did. Bar. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was more like a was uh, it sour, uh, like a sherbet <laughs> type of thing than than full ice cream. A little more tart. A little, little tart. Yeah. A little, yeah. A little more like ice than cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did have that. Um, the castle is humongous. It's you, you can't. I saw it on the video, you know, the vlogs and everything. But until you're there and you're like, wow. It's it's really incredible. It's very big. You can go inside it. There was like a walkthrough. There's a walkthrough attraction inside. And then there was the ride, the the boat ride that went through the different um, fairy tale movies uh, outside of the castle. But then ultimately it ended underneath the castle in like a cavern. Yeah. Uh, crystal. Voyage to the, voyage crystal, the crystal Grotto. Yeah. yeah. And it had different scenes from different movies on this boat and then yeah you went into the castle so it, there was stuff to see inside i think the bibbidi boppity boutique was inside the castle wasn't it yeah. pretty much every uh, disney a has a bibbidi boppity boutique in john the castle. Did, yep. john yeah. did you go to the bibbidi boppity boutique uh yeah well i didn't have enough hair for them to style oh. so, uh, oh. i had to pass <laughs> okay <laughs> ah, darn it yeah. Now with that about, castle, I was gonna say. Now with that castle being so big, are we able to jump into the nighttime spectacular? Oh boy! Oh yeah, that that was interesting. That was that was. So I went into Shanghai, having done some research, really expecting 
to not enjoy the park, if I'm being totally honest. And that's because I had heard about the cultural differences, the um, lack of um, personal space that, that they give you in the park and the heat and just like people burping on you. Like I heard it all. Like I heard it compared to as the wild, wild west of Disney parks. So I was pleasantly surprised that for the most part, when we were there, it was a really great experience. I think maybe my expectations were pretty low. So no, I mean, it was it was pretty similar to here. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Until. Yeah. Until the nighttime show. Until the nighttime show. But before we get to the nighttime show, we should talk about the the line cutting that happens in Shanghai. Oh, there's a yeah, there's a lot of line cutting. Yeah. So we had heard about this, and if you've been to the Disney parks in the states. Sometimes you might get a family from like that, from maybe China, and they just seem to like snake ahead of you. And you're like, wait, I thought, I thought they were behind me. Like, how did, how did they get up there? Or they don't, you know, respect your personal space. You're like, get off my backpack, man. You know, they're right up on you. And so we had heard about this. And so we practiced ahead of time the, um, the, the arm lock with our family because we're right, four across gonna get through so we would spread across you know width of the queue so that people i'm glad can't you guys are doing this people can't see it on the podcast but they are yeah. actually locking demonstrating arm arm. yes we locked arms you can imagine what that looks like and so we were ready to do that and then it came up we were in line at the um it wasn't like marvel land what did they call it it was, Mar- it was the t- the iron man thing in their marvel they had a Marvel section. You know, section. I think it was part of Fantasyland, which it was. was interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was this Marvel character inside experience with the various yeah. interactive things, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were waiting for, no, it was the Iron, the Iron Man, Man experience. You got to be Iron Man. Like a video game screen and you're shooting things and everything. And JR really wanted to do this. And because I made him stand in line for Mickey, I said we could go into this Marvel thing and wait in line. And there was a little boy that kept running up ahead, and his parents would be like, look at that, whatever, whatever they would say, you know, in Mandarin. Nailed it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and they would like try, they'd keep on bringing him back, you know, so like, oh, you know, so and so, come back, coming back is what they would be imagining they're saying, right? This happened like two or three times, and I was kind of getting frustrated and throwing some looks to my family, and we're talking, and the people behind us spoke English. Because they were they were they were foreign too, but they spoke English and they were, they were explaining to me, oh no no, it's just their son who keeps running ahead, so they're gonna go bring him back. And I looked at them, I was like, oh okay, mm-hmm. sure enough, that family never came back. Yeah. And I saw that little boy, you know, he was like ten people ahead of us had gotten on this attraction. So later on, that couple was like, oh yeah, I I I really thought they would come back, but apparently not. Nope. So. No, that's a, that's I was a on an there. elevator in Shanghai once and said maximum occupancy 12 people. And I counted like 37 and I was like, "Ah, oh, we're going to die. This is yeah. how it ends. Yeah. They're just very, they're very efficient as must be what it is. And they just see the spots and they're like, you're not moving. We're going. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You had, to, you had to pay attention. Yeah. But then the nighttime spectacular. Well, so we night. didn't line up hours ahead of time. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, but, uh, the crowd was incredibly dense. So for as big as the park is, as large as the castle is. And the courtyard in front full. of the castle is nice huge and big. Courtyard, huge courtyard, uh, huge Mickey Avenue. You know, but yeah, it was packed. It was dense. It was hard to find a, a good spot. And then once you did, 
everybody tried to find a way to squeeze right in front of you just because right thing. there might have been no room in front of you but they would find room right mm -hmm. so then you had then you had to pack closer just to stop more people from getting in front of yeah. you yeah um so here we are squished up together kind of behind a half a tree and a half a, 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 a lamp lamp post <laughs> watching <laughs> half the show and uh but some people in front of us might have camped out a lot earlier um maybe couldn't get to the bathroom and early uh, you know bef before the show and their 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 son what maybe six seven eight six or seven years old yeah. uh yeah they they had like a bottle or something so he he just peed right there in front of us in the bottle during the show just yeah you know, you know like it's the thing to do yeah so well, that was the other half of the show yeah, yeah. the yeah. other yeah. half the yeah. other half of the show that's what you missed behind the lamppost yeah um, yeah and yeah. then what was really bizarre like remember people like started leaving halfway through it wasn't quite over and then yeah yeah then like, they started about you know, getting out of there uh, we're like we're still bizarre. watching the show like what are you doing gotta beat the crowd yep you gotta yeah, you gotta the crowd get out. is that dense you could be swallowed up you in there you waited three hours we watched half of it kids let's go so I don't remember the name of the show, um, but it was happily ever after esque, you know, yeah, projections. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Disney yeah. uh, animated movie projections and, and classic. It was music. really nice, but I really at that point was like, we need to get out of here as soon as possible because that just was reaching my point where I'm like, I don't like to be around all these people this tight. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> right? Should we head south to Hong Kong? Doug, sure. I don't know if you're going to make it to Shanghai Disney at this point, though. I would probably have murdered somebody. So. Yeah. Or yeah. I would need to stay club level and just go back to the club. Be like, ah, I'm in the club. Just sit mm -hmm. in the club. Mm -hmm. That might be my only yeah, option. Cut out of there before it gets too crowded at the yeah, night. Like, yeah. Like Paris, we almost had a fight break out next to us at the nighttime show. So that's pretty much all my kids remember is the yelling in French. It started in French, then turned to English, and then realized the guy spoke for, and then went back to French. It was good times. Oh, oh wow. So, yeah. Yeah, fun. well, you know, one more thing on the prep side of this is to really make sure you're not visiting during those high times. And so we checked the holidays over there because the holidays in China are different than the holidays over here, right? The public holidays. What? So, really? <laughs> different cultures? So we, yeah. No. So we had to make sure that, you know, like there was some random thing in june that boat there was a thing in hong festival. kong we had to avoid dragon okay. boat festival dragon boat festival dragon boat festival we would have known um and i think there was something in shanghai too but there yeah was. yeah so we we timed it as best we could to yeah. definitely not not peak hours and after the first half day of mishaps right we figured out enough about the patterns to be able to ultimately walk on to pirates a couple of times with yes. hardly any weight Yes. Um, near the end of the day, as everybody is uh, glued to each other on Mickey Avenue watching the production show, yeah. there's nobody in line for Tron. Yeah. Uh, you know, even more so than the parks out here. So we got to really hit those rides over and over again uh, yeah. towards the evening of the second night. And they do have Fast Pass, um, but you know, not, no other Disney World park around the world does anything as much pre-planning as Walt Disney World does. So you can do the Fast Passes on your phone. Um, once you're in the park, similar to Disneyland's Max Pass. Um, and so you download the app in English ahead of time. And so as soon as we had our tickets, we could scan them and it knew we were in the park and we picked our, our Fast Pass. So like we did Soren Fast Pass, which was majority the same, but the pre-show was different. This um, 
seen it like the what's something the theme of it is different more of a mythical native american kind of stars Mm. and moon kind of thing and then you flew and then that final scene is different that you're going over shanghai instead of epcot um but they have the fast passes like that just like another disney park so once we got the system down right i we we saved a lot of time and yeah we did the majority of the attractions, uh, except for, I think, Seven Dwarf Mine Coaster. We didn't make it on that. We skipped that because the wait was long, and we thought it, we pretty, had heard pretty it Pretty much the a copy of, of what we have here. And yeah. they, uh, you know, they have a Toy Story Land where, yes. I don't again, I don't think we did anything there. It was a, pretty much a copy of, I think, the, the Paris, Paris one. one. Yeah. And so we just walked through it and didn't mm. do anything. Yeah. Carnival rides, basically. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, Mickey Avenue was cool. Mickey uh, Avenue short different. though. Very, it was short, but uh, all the extra theming, like it, there was uh, probably a, a period oh, of an hour where, where we gotten some food and took our time looking around. Yeah, you know, every building and store and restaurant is themed after you know Disney characters, including some of the more you know obscure yeah. ones or uh, when you you know it had like um, I think it was Ludwig von Drake's fireworks factory or yeah. something like that. So the Big Bad Wolf had something. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of unique things in there, a lot of cool differences that you don't normally see. They did have a painless dentist. I think it's okay. at every park now. I've mm-hmm. seen it at Tokyo. Oh, yeah. I saw it at Shanghai. I can't remember if it was at Hong Kong or not. But I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to a dentist in China. Just uh, FYI. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. That's a whole yeah. nother podcast. <laughs> That's got to be a Patreon show somewhere, but. Uh, all right. Hong Kong. How did you guys get from Shanghai to Hong Kong? So, uh, our, like I said, our planning was based on hitting up Beijing as well. Um, so we flew into Shanghai to start with, to Shanghai, took a bullet train up to Beijing and spent a few days there to see the Great Wall, to see Beijing, to see uh, Tiananmen Square, Tiananmen Square uh, a handful of things up there. So, so you know, it was odd how we, we went you know, kind of south Shanghai, up north to Beijing. Then we flew from Beijing back down to Hong Kong. So we but kind of, of backtrack. We had a flight direct from Beijing to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, d- direct flight in. Um you know, landed in Hong Kong uh, towards towards the evening, right? It was it was later. Maybe, it was. It was like maybe seven or so, or yeah. six six thirty seven, something like that. Um, and it's so close to Hong Kong Disney yeah. that you know our our taxi ride might have been fifteen minutes, twenty minutes stops yes. to the to the hotel. Um, so that that was pretty convenient. So just quick quick hop down from Beijing. Yeah, it's and great. then. How many hotels are there? This I looked up to remind myself today. There's three Disney hotels. So there's the um, Disney Explorer Lodge, the Disneyland Hotel, and the Hollywood Hotel. So we looked at all of them. We kind of ruled out the Disneyland Hotel. We weren't gonna, it was like a, It's like a copy of the Grand Floridian. That's what it looks like. Okay. Um, so we were really looking between the Hollywood Hotel and the Explorer's Lodge Hotel. The Explorer's Lodge is the newest one, and it had a very Animal Kingdom Lodge feel, big, open, lobby, big, tall roof. Um, but if you stayed at the Hollywood Hotel, which had a very, was it 50s Hollywood feel? Kind of Art Deco yes, almost. Yes, that is. Then that's the one that had the Chef Mickey's at it, right? Was oh, it? Yeah, and you could only eat at the Chef Mickey's if you stayed at that hotel. Oh, I like that rule. Yeah. 
So we really debated back and forth what we wanted to do, but we ended up staying at the Explorer's Lodge. We felt like it was more unique and different, and it was a little bit, I don't want to say closer because they all take the bus, but right. I think it was just, a, it might have been a little bit better. You know, it might have been like the Disneyland Hotel's top, then comes Explorer's Lodge, then comes Hollywood. How do they all take the bus? It's like a small compact area with one theme park, three hotels, like Disneyland, you walk. I know. Why are you yeah, taking buses so... everywhere? Right, so in, in Shanghai, right, that Toy Story Hotel was was off to the west side of it, right? So to go all the way around to the front. Um, at Hong Kong, they're on the back side of it. So the the Explorer's Lodge was directly behind the, the back side of the park. So you had to go all the way around the park to get to the front. Yeah. Um, now you could walk. I think it was a 30-minute walk in this <laughs> case if, if you wanted to walk it. Uh, so yeah, a lot of that, again, bus, bus, busing back around. Um, if you were at the Disney, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland hotel or the Shanghai Disneyland hotel, those are positioned closest to the entrance. So maybe it's only a 15 minute walk and not a full 30. You wouldn't probably take a bus, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, but yeah, so busing around, uh, but you know, unique in the fact that, um, you, we face the water. So we got we got a um, I guess a, an ocean view room. It's beautiful. Very very uh, tropical. You yeah. Know, once you get down there to Hong Kong, uh, you know mountainous, lush. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and so you know reminiscent of maybe going to Hawaii or something on, along those lines. Yeah. So big contrast from coming out of the the dense city of Shanghai. For sure. And as a reminder, we live in Florida, and I really thought there's no way it can be hotter than Florida in the summer. And it is more humid in Hong Kong than it is in Florida. It was so flipping hot. It just, and it was just sticky. And you're was, really making me want to go right now. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> can't wait. wait. Can't. Yep. Oh, yeah. so great. I mean, well, uh, it, it affected you more than anybody. Yeah. 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 I ended up getting a heat rash on my legs. Oh man. So, um, yeah. It's, I'm a person, I, I do a lot of stuff outside. I'm outside a lot in Florida. And I was like texting pictures of my leg to my nurse friend. I'm like, what is this? You know, and it was, it wasn't going to go away until, you know, I've had it in a cooler environment and darned if I was going to stay back in the hotel. So, well, so another, uh, Disney rope drop fail. Uh, so third day in Hong Kong. I'm not Kong. sure why we're on rope drop radio. <laughs> third day in Hong Kong. <laughs> Uh, so Hong Kong, similar to Shanghai, we, we did a day in the city, uh, and then we were doing a day a full day in the park. So I guess it was our, our second day in Hong Kong. Uh, we were supposed to rope drop the park, and her heat rash was so bad that we had to go find the nearest uh, pharmacy, pharmacy uh, their version of a pharmacy. Back um, into the city. Which, right, you're, you're outside of the, the main city in Hong Kong. You're kind of out on a different island. Um, so we had to get a taxi, uh, get into the city, get some medicine, get back. So we, we missed another rope drop. But now we didn't That's mention a medical what... rope drop emergency. Yeah. That's yeah. Yes. It's okay. Yeah. So it counts. So we're yeah. gonna, get a doctor's okay. note for that one. <laughs> yeah. We get a pass. So we should mention that rope dropping Hong Kong means 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, <laughs> Which should have been easy, right? We were like, oh, we totally can rope drop Hong Kong. 10 a.m. We'll be fine. And then this came up. Because I wanted to rope drop to get in there early to get my character pictures. 
and it messed the whole plan to get, up. To get pictures with Mickey in his Easter outfit. Now, granted, this is mid-June. Their Easter celebration still going goes on for many months. It's it's uh, interesting. They treat it a little different than we do here. Uh, to them, it's just a, a holiday theming type experience, yeah. not not uh, based on any yeah. specific events. So Easter eggs all around the park. Again, like we're like into the second or third week in June. So uh, shortly after we left, they switched over to summer theming, but it was still Easter when we were there. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And they, they were still playing unique uh, music down Main Street. Very, very bizarre. It was not your classic Main Street music. And it was a Main Street. It's actual Main Street there. Uh, but it was their springtime Easter music that kept playing. In a the, very short loop. It was really annoying. Probably actually. about a, a four-minute loop of the same <laughs> music again and again. Yeah. So when you're That's... waiting 30 minutes for Mickey and Minnie, you know, you're like, wow, I've heard this. And then you, you bail, actually. We, we, we were in line. <laughs> That same order. So we were in line probably a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes. It was so hot. It was so hot. We, we just bailed because it looked like it was going to be another 25, 30 minutes and we needed to get moving. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that was character fail. Character fail, rope drop fail. What were some non-fails with Hong Kong? <laughs> well, the upside was it was not crowded. No, this was a dead park for sure. And this was before the Hong Kong protesting really gotten a full swing like right. it has in the last couple of months, yeah. uh, which, which I've heard has become even more deserted, but, um, yeah. And there was walk on to mystic manor, which was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, walk on to grizzly, uh, mine train. Yeah. Grizzly, grizzly it has a really long name. Yeah. It's a very wordy one. It's like uh, expedition Everest only in the wild west. It was, it was yes. Fun. Yeah, the kids enjoyed that a lot. It, it goes backwards. You'd love it, Doug. Ooh, oh, backwards. Doug can do it. Yeah. Sounds great, guys. With like at least two, three different launches. Yeah. I only did it once and I was like, I've done it. I'm good. But, um, but yeah, this park is a lot smaller. When we were there, people, you know, people who follow the parks know that the castle's under construction. Mm -hmm. So, um, the background to the park is the mountains which is really cool to see the castle with that kind of a background but it was all covered up it's now getting taller and bigger and prettier so but they could do more projection about, mapping i don't on know it. about don't know about prettier have you seen the pictures i think I mean, it looks nice the spiral back, oh the castle uh, the yeah, new castle yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting there it's getting there at least it's not the carbon copy of disneyland you know true yep yeah. well, and you know we're looking at the map we got here uh and it's interesting the the physical printed map they gave us uh actually has a little picture where the castle would be and it says uh, go create a disney castle um scan the qr code to create what you think the castle should look like so it's it's not even on the map they they put a, a frame around it interesting but the big draw for hong kong is mystic manor i mean any Big Disney fan knows that that's. Oh, that that was I think my favorite ride of the trip, or close oh, to it. it. Yeah, I think that was above yeah, Pirates, was, above Tron, above Pirate. For me, I think out of the out of the whole Asia trip for us, Mystic Manor was was top. Mine was the Pirate Shanghai, which is ironic because John is the Pirates. Right. Loves and Pirates, like and I Mansion. love Haunted Mansion. So, but Mystic mm. Manor is not a Haunted Mansion ride. It, it's not. It's not anything like it 
completely different. Then what Which, is it? So uh, trackless dark ride. Mm-hmm. So like Ratatouille out of Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, do we, we don't have anything like that in the States yet. Do not we? yet. We don't. Not yet. Soon. Not yet. Um, similar also to Pooh's Honey Hut in mm-hmm. Tokyo. Um, so yeah. you, you, you take that, you take the Disney classic um, visual gags type of caricature, um, you know, hand-drawn animation, but make it 3D into animatronics, right? So it involves um, Professor Mystic and his monkey, Al- Alfred. Right? Albert. Albert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Albert the monkey, right? Yeah. And, and it, it continues the story of the SEA. So for there's the tie to the Tokyo um, Tower of Terror to the Adventure Club here at Disney, you know, in the old Disney right, Springs. Society of Explorers yeah. and Adventures. Yes, the SEA. And Lord Mystic is a part of that. And in his travels, he came, you know, he met Albert, this, this mischievous monkey. And now he had adopted Albert, but he, he found this box, right, that... The music box. The music box yes. that you're not supposed to open, but Albert is mischievous, and he opens the box, and everything in the the manor comes to life. <laughs> and then Danny yeah. Elfman does yeah, the score. The, yeah, the score for well, it. Then you and, know it's going to be good. Yeah. 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 And I think what I liked about it is there's a lot of different rooms throughout the ride. You know, again, you're in this mansion of sorts, right? The, the Mystic Manor, uh, where you know one room has things from Polynesia, right? Another mm-hmm. room has things from medieval times. Yeah. Another room is like the Nordic room. So I, all these different little experiences along the way, um, and again, the visual gags or the sight gags or the unexpected, and all very high tech as well as a more recent ride, um, I think made it just such a unique and fun experience. Mm-hmm. There was more English in that attraction too. Oh yeah, there was. It's probably half half English. Yeah, again, was there a lot? Now. Was there a lot more English in Hong Kong given its history? Oh yeah, they're, yeah. they're much much more English. Um, you know, in this case, uh, so the Winnie the Pooh always has the the book in front of the ride, right? Um, the one in Shanghai had it written in probably Mandarin, Chinese characters, whatever. The one in in Hong Kong was English, though. Yes, right? the book was still in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. What about we gotta guess nighttime show Hong Kong? Paint the night. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, The paint Paint the the night night. parade, which I it's one of my favorite parades. I think it's such a good parade. I love the song to it. It wasn't. I mean, the park hours are were 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, short day. Wow, that's nothing. It's not. So yeah, so we were you know we had to queue up for that one of the nights, and um, we had a great spot for it. We didn't have to queue up too early for it, but they um. Yeah, they had this guy that walked the parade route. Remember, he was like, oh, "Back yeah. it up, back it up!" Like he really watched they were that tape. Strict on making sure the cast you member, you know, cut in front of people or in areas yeah. you shouldn't have been. Yeah, they yeah, were for sure. That. Um, so was the personal space issue better in Hong Kong than Shanghai? Yeah. Oh yeah, much yeah, better. Much better. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Jungle Cruise was an experience in Hong Kong. That was yes. That's where they had the different lines for different languages, right? Three different lines. A line for English, a line for Cantonese, and then a line for Mandarin. So we picked the English line. I would, good oh, choice. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on that decision. And we thought that would help us understand things. But it was terrible. Yeah. It was 90 miles an hour, 
and full it, throttle, full throttle the whole time, right? Yeah, you know, just, just like the ones in the U.S., the engine's loud, um, so very loud and very fast speaking. Yeah, because you know how sometimes you know at Disney World, you you're like trying to really strain to listen to the cast member because it's loud and she's got her mic up here, you know. Mm-hmm. And so add the fact that this person has a really thick accent too. I was just I was watching the video back recently, and I was like, I I still can't understand what she's saying half the time. And even some of the jokes, like they weren't even, um, I, I watched it back and there was a part where there were skeletons on spears and she was like, oh, shh, be quiet. Just be quiet as we go. Like there was no joke. Yeah, it wasn't you, like the, the puns we have here, <laughs> yes. right? It was, it was different. Yeah. yeah. Was, but there was fire at the end of it. There, oh, yeah. Ooh, there was fire. fire and the boat shook around for a little bit. Yeah. So there, there, there was. I'm not exactly sure what was happening because we couldn't understand. We it. don't know. That might oh, not be way. part of the ride. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at the end. Go to I guest services, complain. Goat. My boat shook. <laughs> yes. I, I, it was a little warm, even though Hong Kong's already very warm. <laughs> um, and the one joke that I don't wasn't really much of a joke was uh, when we got to the end. Don't jump out the window or you'll turn into a gorilla. Oh, that, that's funny. I think there was something lost in translation. No, from... John. Everybody knows that classic joke. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Huzzing! The gorilla. the gorilla. Of course. It happens every time. Yeah. Although so, there was a great, uh, uh, I don't it wasn't much of a joke, but there, there was a sort of a joke out of the Iron Man experience. Oh, yeah. That, uh, the we kids and I kept yeah. talking about the rest of the trip. So, so Iron Man experience, um, yeah, pretty cool ride. Uh, you know, 3D, that's a simulator, 3d simulator, right? I didn't ride it. It's like the next gen version beyond star Wars, right? Newer, newer vehicles and that sort of thing. Uh, except for me, when we rode it the first time, I did not realize my 3d goggles were missing a lens. <laughs> oh geez and so it was very blurry the whole time right i'm thinking this is a newer ride why does this look like crap is it just me i don't i, I tried squinting and you know <laughs> tilting the glasses and closing one eye and it, it was it was really really bad so we get off and i asked the kids i'm like so not too good huh and they're like no no it's really good <laughs> wait, wait a second this isn't right so we tell the cast member says oh okay go back on again mm. So we did it twice in a row. Debbie stepped out to avoid the motion. Yes, the motion sickness. But the dim sum is what you're talking oh, about. Oh, so the joke we got out of it, you know, at some point they, they've got Tony Stark saying his witty comments. And he, he says something to the effect of, uh, I'm always saving people except when I'm eating dim sum. Right? <laughs> dim sum is big in, in Hong Kong, right? And so the whole rest of the trip, we, we would use that quote against anything. Like, man, I want to go rope drop that next park. Unless I can go eat some dim sum. <laughs> I like they're they're making uh, references to they gotta keep the culture intact. There you go. Exactly. Did, yeah. Is that where yeah. the uh, Buzz Lightyear is now Ant Man? Yeah. So right. they're really well connected because they're referencing what's happened in the the, the other ride, the Iron Man ride, the Iron Man ride in the Ant Man the Wasp. Oh, so cool. you're both working together. Against the it's all um, it all takes place in in Hong Kong, okay, right? In yeah. downtown Hong Kong, uh, it's an attack by um, Hydra. Hydra, yeah. Mm, so Hydra's attacking, Hydra. and, and they they work together, yeah. <laughs> <Derek>. <laughs> but the yeah, the Ant Man, the Wasp was super cool. You know, the the guns, you know, came out. You can you can look everywhere. There were um, you know places to shoot, but sometimes they would close. 
So it wasn't a static target. You'd be oh. like shooting there like, oh, now that one's closed. Let me find something else and shoot. And it was kind of loud and busy. There was a lot of stuff going on, but the Ant-Man and the Wasp would come through sometimes. And that was a nice mix of Mandarin or whatever they use, Mandarin and Cantonese and then English. So we kind of understood the premise of what was going on with that. Do you feel like it's an improvement on Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. I think so. I think that, uh, you know, the Buzz Lightyear, and we didn't mention that earlier, but the Buzz Lightyear at Shanghai is next generation beyond uh, what what we have yeah. here at World. And I think then this Ant-Man redo takes it e- even beyond that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a lot better lighting, a lot of digital effects. Uh, you can actually see your laser dot the whole time you're aiming. Wow. Which They're which is better than the tiny yeah. I hope well, you got Galactic Hero or whatever it would be. Their, on their scoring's a lot harder though. The scoring was harder yeah, on that one. Yeah. Bianca got Galactic Hero at Shanghai, and because like I think Shanghai and at Hong Kong, when you hit your target, your gun lit up. Like you knew you were like hitting stuff. Right, and there was different uh, points were obvious on the different targets. They were colored or, or something like that. There was a color coding, yeah. And when the ride stopped, if it had to stop, you you could not rack up points. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're a little more challenging over there in Hong Kong. Doug, we'll have to go and try it. Yeah, yeah. that's really the main goal. Hop get over Galac- the Pacific, Galactic get Hero Galactic at, uh, Hero yeah, at every park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Round the world Galactic Hero, although I'd have to go back to Paris because I failed. Uh-oh. Paris, I did not get Galactic Hero. Ooh. Mm, yeah, got to go back. Goals, gotta Doug. Go back. These are goals, so... All right, as we kind of get to the hour, uh, anything else that you guys want to mention at either one of the parks? Uh, probably just touch on the food for a minute. Mm. Um, you know, I think the, the food in Hong Kong and Shanghai were both challenging, I think more so for the kids. Uh, and for me. Even uh, for us, maybe a little bit. Um, he's the most adventurous in the family. Bianca's pretty adventurous, and then comes me, and then comes JR. Yeah. Yeah. So the you know they don't have hamburgers really. They, sometimes they they might had have, them. They did have them. So, well, sometimes they might it, what they call a meat patty. I think that was Tokyo, but they had right. Them. But yeah. no, they yeah. they didn't. It wasn't. You don't know what the meat is. It's not yeah. a hamburger. It's a meat yeah. patty. In uh, Hong Kong, the cheese the the patty would had like onions already in it. Remember? Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 It's uh, kind of like a White Castle, only bigger. Um, a lot of fish balls. No, you I'm, want that one I'm that's out. hot. Yeah, big thing in Hong Kong. Fish yeah. balls around every bin. Curry nice. was on the menu a lot. Curry, yeah. Not as much rice as you would think. Right. There, there was some, but not not with every meal like like we anticipated. Right. Um, the the venues were nice. Uh, yeah. At Shanghai, they had Barbosa's Bounty, which we, we didn't actually eat at. We walked yeah. through. Had the food been different, we probably would have eaten there, but... Um, it's kind of like Blue Bayou is at Disneyland, where you mm-hmm. see the ride coming through. Mm-hmm. Only this was even bigger quick and more sur- elaborate. It was just quick service. And it was though. a quick serve. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the the food selections were just tougher. Yeah. So we're gonna talk more food in the Patreon show coming up. But I do have a couple questions from my family, um, based off of experience in Europe. Michelle wants to know: Was there ice at the parks in your drinks? We avoided so, any ice. Uh, yes. Right. We, we had to, because you can't drink the water in China and, or Hong Kong. Huh? Hong Kong? Hong Kong we could, right? No. I remember thinking like 
can't wait to oh, get to Japan. Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah, it was not until we got to So, Japan. like, I had to write down the phrase to say no ice to, yeah. you know, make sure we didn't have it. So yeah. I like ice in my drink a lot. And so that was really hard for me to, like, go all that time. And But it was really available? They, like, yeah, unlike Europe where they're like, ice? What? Why? Yeah, yeah, they had ice yeah, yeah. if you wanted it. For but, sure. It was pretty but common. But it would just cause some issues. Um, and then the next question from Samantha is – were there readily available chicken nuggets and pizza? Oh, that's a good question. So in Shanghai, we went to a place that served pizza for lunch in the park. That was what they did. But it's not traditional pizza. So mine was like, I think it was the pork and like a barbecue pork and pineapple. JR just likes a plain cheese pizza, but there was sausage on this. There was no plain cheese. In fact, his was a kid's meal and it came with a banana. And it came with soy milk that we made. Oh, <laughs> we made him made try. Him and he was like, this is so, so nasty. He only took a sip. We didn't make him drink yeah, the whole thing. It was nasty. Um, but That's the adult parenting. Pe- That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Try it. The adult pizzas were Mickey-shaped. The kid was of course. not. The kids Makes weren't. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, so. after you eat all the food... Um, Shanghai toilets were interesting. Oh, Shanghai. Oh, Chinese Oh, this sounds toilet. like a Patreon yeah, topic, Patreon too. Yeah, Patreon as well. Yeah, okay. Okay. Derek's well, watching the clock. So I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think it's right, Derek. Plus, Is it time? Yeah, I think so. I think we gotta we'll move to because yeah, I like this for Patreon. Toilets and food that makes great entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear hand. that, you're gonna have to uh, subscribe uh, to our Patreon for that bonus episode. So, Doug, do we have any armchair imagineer? No, no. I figured nope. we just use all our time talking China. Uh, guys, this has been really great. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Looking forward to recording this Patreon episode and looking forward to hearing more about your other trips around the world. Uh, glad you got to do more in China. It wasn't just about Disney. You got to, the kids got to experience some culture while they're there. Cause it was yeah. what a 17 day vacation. Three weeks. Three weeks yeah. It was, a, it was a good, uh, yeah. Full, full trip form. So they got a lot out of it. Yeah. Good. Not just Disney, Doug. Nope. Nope. Lots of culture. Lots of culture. Hey, we probably half Disney. Yeah. That's about right. That's good. I like it. So, all right. Well, if you'd like to go to any Disney park around the world, you got to get a. uh, No, wait. Michelle doesn't do the one, don't she? She can't do um, the Asian parks. She can do Paris, though. So, if you want to go to Europe and do Paris, Michelle can help you. Or Disney World, Disneyland, uh, definitely send her an email. And her email will be in the show notes, so check that out. And, of course, check out our website, www.robedroppers.com. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, at Rope Drop Radio. Before the raises and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.